Good morning, people. Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, Portichuelo, Cherokee Province, Panama. And I'm outside in the morning, and you're going to be able to hear all the wonderful noises I hear in my neighborhood. The one thing I notice about this house is the amount of small birds and butterflies and roosters that make themselves known here. <clears throat> we have um, our Sunday quarantine has been lifted. I think we've had the quarantine for the last six or seven weeks. And you already notice the difference. Usually on a Sunday, it's besides the roosters. So peaceful and tranquil because you don't have vehicles running back and forth on the highway. But now it's, it's just like, well, I guess it wouldn't be like a regular day, but you still get the traffic going back and forth. But the sun's coming up. I'm looking around at what I have to do. I was <clears throat> blessed to be invited to a barbecue pool party yesterday with a small, very small group of people. And it was nice. And I should have known better and put some sunscreen on. So I have these big owl eyes from the sunglasses I wore and the rest of my body is burnt to a crisp. Luckily, I had that aloe afterburn stuff, and I put it on, and I slept the best I've ever slept in this house, like, probably for the last two, three months last night. It was just probably an overdose of vitamin D. So today, I have an electrician coming by. My order for Isla Seca turned out perfect. Like, I couldn't have asked my bread to be more beautiful. So, I hope they were happy. Happy with it. But I did notice that I, I did need my, I have a electric conduction oven that I use in, in the house. And then I have a, a gas conduction oven outside of the house, which is fantastic for pizzas and fa fantastic for bread because bread bakes probably 25 minutes faster in that one. But the only problem with it is that it, the the temperature switch is, is a little iffy, so you have to check it every 10 to 15 minutes to make sure it kicked back on if the temperature reached below what it should be. But besides that, it's, it's a fantastic $4,500 oven. And it's been like that since I got it. And since I bought it here, warranties aren't something that are really, uh, what's the word, supported here? Like they're starting to, but in the last six years, I remember when I, I bought a KitchenAid from one store and within two months it, it broke and that's like unheard of because I had KitchenAids in Canada that I was running uh, three or four times the amount of time for years and they just kept going. And the, this one was only being used 
possibly a whole four or five hours a week. Excuse me. <coughs> so, but after a year of uh, following up weekly, they finally replaced it. Thank God. So, but they it still, I needed to buy another one because I was baking and without a tabletop mixer, it was next to impossible. So today is going to be a day of doing odd jobs that you really hate. Cleaning the fridge out, defrosting the freezers. Um, I'm going to reward myself with uh, being able to uh, go into a couple of the flower beds and weed them. When I have my hands in dirt, I, I seem to get grounded again. My my anxiety, if that's what I have, levels off. It's just my chi, my my inner being, my tranquility just levels off. And any frustration, anger, disappointment just disappears. And wash the car. But it serves a bunch of purposes. I'm trying to figure out a way. I have a small commercial fridge right now. Because other things have been a priority. And um, it, it, it makes me realize how many condiments Canadians have. I don't know if Americans are, are the same or any other nationalities. But Canadians are huge for condiments. And I have an awful lot of them in that fridge. Which poses a difficulty because when I bake, I have to empty out half of the fridge, put it in a cooler, keep it chilled, just so my baking is, is at the temperature it needs to be so it uh, doesn't make anybody sick. So, so I think the next, the next thing will be uh, a fridge. There's... There's my, my wish list and repairs to the vehicle go above the fridge or the, or the stove. The stove is still cooking on the element on the barbecue. And I, <laughs> I still can't justify buying a stove. Um, the element on the barbecue works well. It doesn't cost me any electricity. It's a gas one. Um, it heats up the big pots of soup faster than I've ever had anything heat up on a stove. And a stove has an oven, and I have two huge ovens, so it just doesn't make sense right now. Eventually, yes, but right now it doesn't make sense to spend the money on a, on a stove. And as far as cooking for myself, I have a... A really bad, bad habit of avoiding cooking for myself. I'll make toast. And I'll make noodles. And that's about as far as it goes. It'll be a good day for me. Oh, yeah. I just remembered what else I had to do. I said it would be a good day for me when I have to make soup. Which just reminded me I have to make soup today. <laughs> I'm doing, um, one of our most popular soups is a Mexican chicken and corn chowder. It's very earthy. It's a little spicy. It's just chock full of meat, uh, 
corn. What else do I have? Uh, roasted red peppers. It's just a really good soup. And I cook it for seven or eight hours in the crock pot. And that one, once I post it, will probably sell out as soon as I bring it to market. Which is a good thing. Which is a very good thing. <clears throat> and I had bought last week apples and pears. And I wanted to make, uh, it's called a galette. It's like a, a pie, but it has multi-layers inside. So I made last week, it was uh, inside the first layer was a cheesecake filling. And then it was uh, uh, apples that had been cooked in a homemade caramel sauce. And uh, it covered with the crust. So it's a really neat... Uh, surprising dessert. I wanted to do it with pears, but the pears weren't ripe, so I think I have to take the pears out to, today of the fridge, so they'll be ready. And I'm doing a walnut crusted uh, pear tart. You know, it, it's. I love seeing the the joy in, in people's faces, and I love seeing the surprise when they taste my food because a lot of people and rightfully so after talking to my mom my mom have had, went back to Canada and when she had to stay at the quarantine hotel my sister had arranged for her to have gluten free food but my mom has had my gluten free food for five years she has never had uh, commercial in the store gluten-free food and she told me that uh, the things either explode in your mouth as a dry powder or had no taste there was one uh, supper she had she could not tell if it was beef pork or chicken the meat in there because it was totally tasteless and uh, I think that's how a lot of people are conditioned is that um, they've tried the commercial gluten-free food and they just keep it in their head that all food, gluten-free food is, is the same, which I, I totally understand, but it isn't. When I bake, you can feel the love that I put in it. I want to give people joy. I want them to have the experience of being in love with food again. Sorry, I must be emotional for some reason. But Because it's, it's, it's such a, a, a basic thing that people take for granted, especially a foodie, if, if you, like for myself, my food allergies have, have uh, 
definitely messed up my my uh, foodie experience. I used to love to try like everything and enjoy every every food that was put in front of me. Well, okay, maybe <coughs> excuse me, maybe the um the chicken feet at the dim sum weren't totally enjoyed. And I, I, I forget what that was. It's a part of the cow that I just can't, maybe because they weren't prepared right, but I just can't uh, enjoy. But I was raised with, uh, for the majority of the time that I grew up, my family was very poor. And our, our food was supplied by what we hunted. And uh, I w ate rabbit and, and, and squirrel and bear and moose and deer and partridge. And so, and my mom would use every, like, uh, moose tongue or... Uh, the livers and like like every every everything you could possibly imagine. So I I was privileged to to be exposed to that. I wouldn't say I was privileged at the time, because when my mom would start listing off what kinds of meat were in the stew, I would start looking for the dog to give it my bowl. But now now I'm I'm. <coughs> Oh, a little better. It's the same as when the uh, in the east coast of Canada, uh, the people that fish, the kids would have uh, lobster sandwiches, or they, they'd have uh, fish all the time, and the, the kids would be complaining about the lobster sandwiches because they would just like like a cheese sandwich or something simple. Anyways, getting off the topic. So I'm looking forward to seeing the response from uh, Isla Seca, the resort that has started ordering, that started ordering last week. I'm trying to get it so that um, I have a piece of equipment, it's called a proofer, and it's used to make the bread rise faster. Uh, so a loaf of bread would be at the height that I need to put in the oven in 20 minutes and without it I am waiting an hour an hour and a half so it made my <clears throat> three three and a half hour baking day on Thursday a seven or eight hour baking day which is a long time you have to remember that the doctor a year ago told me I'm not supposed to be baking I'm allergic to being exposed in the flowers so even though I cover up, uh, it, it just being in the room with the flowers, it really affects me. Um, I had to start taking allergy medication again. So, so I'm going to have to figure out uh, some type of, instead of the safety glasses, maybe do the full face mask. I, I, I put a t-shirt over my head so that all you could, that all that is exposed to the room is my eyes um, 
this also helps when I'm, I'm cooking, <clears throat> doing the soups and stuff, so that no stray hairs or uh, it, it is as sanitary as possible. But with the eyes, the safety glasses don't seem to do uh, enough coverage to prevent the, the flower affecting my eyes. And that's the worst part for me is, is my eyes. They get uh, inflamed and sore. And This has been a great, great vlog for you guys. You guys have listened to all my problems. <laughs> so, but anyways, guys, like, you know what? I am going through a lot of different mini crises, but I'm trying to look at it that I am still blessed. I have a roof over my head. I have a soft bed to lie in. I have food on my table and in my fridge and in my freezer. I have a fantastic business with great clientele. I sit out here and listening to the birds and watching the hummingbirds and the butterflies and yeah, the occasional rooster. Big deal. But I'm never in snow. I'm never uncomfortable. I have a safe and reliable vehicle as long as I maintain it. I have friends that are here that will help me out if need be. Or <clears throat> share an afternoon, a barbecue. Or... So overall, life is pretty damn good. And I think <clears throat> a lot more people should look at what they have and not what they have, not don't have. And they'll be a hell of a lot happier. And, <coughs> excuse me, it seems that my pool cover might have arrived. I got a message from the shipping company. So if that's the case, then... The yard's going to get the grass cut, and I'm going to set that up, and that'll, that'll be perfect because there's nothing better than in a hot afternoon going in that pool for even 20, 30 minutes, floating around, enjoying the, the atmosphere, the birds, the trees, the roosters crowing. And just, just, just let your problems and and your heat melt away, and get ready for the evening. So this is a long one. Sorry, guys. So Colleen Hunt, Portuello, Panama. I hope the week's been good to you. Take care. Bye.